0: Los Angeles homicide detective Art Becker studied the trail of ants streaming into the open mouth of the dead man. After a minute, he hefted his portly frame upright and waved to his new partner, Rico Chacon. Chacon's athletic younger body moved effortlessly toward him. We've got one more in the house, Chacon said, staring down at the first victim. Even on this overcast morning, he wore sunglasses. Carreras, the kind that adjusted to the light. The two detectives belonged to a team of robbery homicide investigators that worked out of the Pacific Division Station, on Culver and Centinella. Homicide was not unheard of in these parts. The projects up on Slauson were usually good for at least a stabbing on a Saturday night. There was a block on Short Avenue— where every other graffiti-covered house was for sale, the signs riddled with bullet holes. But this street was more your working-class residential, a lot of Hispanics, a few blacks, but mainly Midwestern transplants. The two victims had been tentatively identified by the first unit on the scene as Duane and Lila May Summers. Approximate ages? Mid-fifties. Becker made a note of the date. Thursday, January 17th, 1985, on a fresh page of his notebook. And next to that he wrote, Cloudy. Fifty degrees. In cross-examination, a criminal defense attorney had once asked him what the weather had been like the day of the crime. It had looked bad to the jury when he had to admit he didn't remember. That was the last time he was going to get caught like that, he thought, as he continued his inspection of the corpse. Cause of death for the guy was probably going to be related to the hole in his head. It looked like a bullet wound, but Becker knew better than to assume. He had seen enough tools, kitchen and garden implements, and scraps of hardware stuck in bodies to know how deceptive entry wounds could be. Skin stretched and hair made scalp wounds even more difficult to reckon. Size and shape of the projectile would be determined later by the coroner, however, Judging from the scuff marks in the dirt, it was safe to say the Vic had died on the run. Becker looked for scorch marks from muzzle flash, but found none. The two uniformed officers who had first responded to the call and now had the duty of guarding the bodies had made a game of picking an ant in line and wagering on the number of seconds it would take to reach the guy's mouth. Just to the lips? Becker asked. Or all the way inside? Inside, the taller of the two uniforms said. Becker noticed a little piece of machinery sticking up out of the dirt. He kicked at it with his toe, and it came loose from the ground. The piece of black metal was an inch long, cast in a figure-eight pattern. Not a tool, he decided, as he stooped and picked it up, but some sort of hardware. Two round half-inch stainless steel prongs, their ends grooved, Connected to the figure eight shaped flange. He turned it back and forth in his hand and showed it to Chacon. Know what this is? No. Maybe a car part. Let's bag it, Becker said. Chacon put the piece in a little plastic evidence bag on which he recorded the date and location. Who's the mope? Becker asked, indicating the middle aged white man sitting within the outside layer of yellow tape. Two perimeters had been erected. Tape one protected the interior scene. The second, encompassing driveways on either side of the house and part of the street, formed a staging area where the officers, witnesses, and forensics people could operate and be separated from the public and media. Neighbor, the second uniformed cop answered. He's the guy who found the DBs and called it in. What's his name? Chacon asked. Johnson. Cal Johnson. Becker nodded toward the house. As primary officer assigned to this case, he made the call on how they would proceed. Before speaking to Johnson, he wanted to familiarize himself with the entire crime scene. He walked around an anemic flower bed of mostly dirt and dying daisies and stepped up the single wooden stair leading to the front door. To the right of the door, a rusted hibachi sat in cement. The woman's body was just inside. From the neck down, her body faced the ceiling. It took him a second to realize that he was looking at the back of her head.